Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. What is your firewall story? (laughs) It's my prayer that by the end of today's show, you will see the immense beauty of a firewall. That you will, like me, be amazed every time you think of a firewall for the rest of your life. That sounds kind of crazy, doesn't it? A firewall? Really, Robbie? A firewall? Well... We'll get to a car's firewall here in just a minute, but first let me and John Bunyan paint his picture of a firewall for you. You may know that early in the 1600s, John Bunyan was imprisoned for doing church, for not doing church the Anglican way, and essentially he was preaching Jesus' grace. And during that imprisonment, like Paul, he had a lot of time on his hands to write, and boy, oh boy, did he write. His most famous work, Pilgrim's Progress, describes this firewall. As you follow the story, Pilgrim, or Christian, as he's called in the book, has just come through the narrow gate, and he soon comes to the house of the interpreter who will show Christian some much-needed insight for his long journey, which we all need, by the way. Every, Every room of this interpreter is more than amazing, but it's the fourth room of the interpreter that has the firewall, and here's that excerpt from Pilgrim's Progress. On one side of the wall, there is a man standing there throwing buckets of water on this fire in an effort to put it out. Yet the fire did burn higher and hotter. And we're told, why is this? Pilgrim asked the interpreter. In other words, what's up with the fire? (laughs) It is the devil who throws water upon the fire of grace, which burns in the believer's heart, Pilgrim is told. But see, on the other side of the wall, there is another pouring oil upon the same fire, and that's why it burns and keeps on burning. Burning. This is Christ, the interpreter explains, who continually with the oil of his grace maintains the work already begun in the heart. He stands hidden on the other side of the wall. The interpreter goes on, but, but this is to show how sometimes it is hard for us to realize that Christ is really still maintaining his work in our souls. So he's kind of behind the wall pouring oil. But I want you to think with me, picture this fire, Jesus is pouring oil on one side, devil's pouring water on the other, but as John Bunyan himself experienced this very thing with imprisonment, Satan thinking, Satan was thinking he could douse John's grace by pouring water on him and having him imprisoned, but think of what happens to a grease fire, right? If you throw water on a grease fire, it explodes, it boils immediately, and it spreads and grows the fire. Well, Jesus is favor, his grace, is just like that in our hearts. As Satan poured water on John's heart to put out the fire, Jesus was pouring his grace, you know, back there in <laughs> behind the bars, and the resulting fire, that explosion of this book that John Bunyan wrote, has lit the path for millions and millions of pilgrims ever since. You see what happened? Satan was pouring the water, and boom, it blew up. It's amazing grace. It's like Romans 8.28 lived out to the max, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and know him they're called according to his purpose. But we're not just talking good here. We're talking it worked out for good, like, wow, amazing good. So the question on today's Christian Car Guy show 
is what was your firewall experience? When did <laughs> the oil on your fire, when did Jesus pour on your fire while Satan was pouring water trying to douse your fire? I want to hear your story today. When did that happen in you? And the resulting fire, because of the way that it exploded, lit the path for a lot of people. And that's what we're hoping to do on today's show. You see, as you tell your story of how God's grace worked through Satan trying to pour that water in your fire, you'll light the path for others. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH is the number to call. And the stories go something like this. When I first... um. Well, many, many years ago, I did a show uh, called Where Were You When Jesus Took the Wheel? And, and the, the idea of the show was to get people to call in like today at 866-348-7884 and tell me where you were when Jesus took the wheel of your life or maybe he took the wheel of your car and something happened. Well, the first call that I got that day was one of these stories that was certainly a firewall. And here's what happened. The young man called, and he said, I want to tell you where I was when Jesus took the wheel. And I said, where were you? And he said, well, I was on the way to the chiropractor. My wife, my girlfriend at the time, was driving, and there was a horrible collision, and now I'm a paraplegic, totally paralyzed in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. That's where I was when Jesus took the wheel. And I was like, whoa, what do you, <laughs> you know, talk about Satan pouring some water on your life. I mean, this poor man was paralyzed, but he went on to tell how that story had interrupted him from he was following Buddha and doing some crazy things, as I recall. But because Jesus got his attention through this car accident, you see, he turned his wife life back to Christ. He actually had a life and had it abundantly. And then when he got on the Christian Car Guy show that day, he spread that fire. It exploded. When he poured the water, <laughs> Satan thinking that he could pour the water on this believer, the grace that was in this man's heart, he exploded and told everybody how now in a wheelchair he has more life than he ever did before. Now that phone call resulted in phone call after phone call after phone call of people telling stories like that, very, very similar. I would call them firewall stories, stories where it looked like things were really going bad, but all of a sudden, like Romans 8.28, it really worked for good because as Satan tried to pour that water on your life. It exploded and became something that is lighting the path for thousands of others. We want to hear your story today, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. I'm here by myself, so I need your help. I need those phone calls. Call in. I know you got the story. God put it on your heart right this second, and you need to let it explode. Let that fire burn that he put in your heart and let it burn so other people can see the path that you went. And we would love to hear it. Of course, we have a wonderful picture of John Bunyan's story. <laughs> and I took the firewall of a car, which I'm going to get it to in a minute. What does a firewall do and what is it like? And, and how does that work in a car? And I took John Bunyan's picture and I put it all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. As well, of course, you know, the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair for Single Moms and Widows. Uh, all sorts of articles, all sorts of stuff there is at ChristianCarGuy.com. Of course, the Christian Car Guy Show bringing the kingdom of God through an automotive platform. And this is a live show today, October 18th. We'd love to hear you. We need your firewall story. 866-348-7884. And we have Lynn, who is in Washington. She's got a car that won't start, it looks like. Maybe she's experiencing the fire right now. <laughs> or she's experiencing some dousing right this second. 
Lynn, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hi, yeah, Lynn again. By the way, I'm a male, but <laughs> I am so anyway, sorry. I, you know, I gotta, I gotta get that straight. Our, our story, firewall story, is not near spectacular. It's very small in that God is teaching us to overcome fear, have patience with this uh, nagging problem. But a lot of God's work is made up of very small things. You're right. Um, uh, what we have is a 1998 Honda Accord manual shift. Uh, when the car was new, uh, there was a recall on them uh, that the engine was suddenly stopped. Uh, we sent it in, had that fixed, and it ran fine all these years except for now. Uh, what my wife, who's the primary driver, will oftentimes turn on the key, and it's intermittent. She'll turn on the key, and there's just nothing. No reaction, no... the the idiot lights don't come on, uh, nothing. The engine doesn't crank, nothing. Uh, she even, uh, because the keys might have been worn, she tried the valet key, which is brand new, and that didn't work. Uh, she tried making sure she pushed the clutch all the way down, pulled the floor mat back away. Uh, but she found that, strangely, sometimes if she get over and jerk it into reverse with the clutch in, and the last time she did that, she heard a tiny click when... Uh, the mechanics tell us there's no connect between reverse and the ignition, but uh, we feel it's uh, probably an ignition problem, ignition switch problem somewhere in there, but it's kind of a mystery. And, uh, well, there's a couple different systems there, Lynn. You know, one is that clutch safety switch. In other words, there is a switch. She's right. By keeping her foot depressed on the clutch, like any manual transmission, if you don't have your foot on the clutch, it, it the, the engine won't start. That's correct. But the peculiar thing about what you're talking about is that when she turns the key, she's got no power at all. Yeah. You're right. you got no lights. you got no nothing. The, the idiot lights don't come on. Um, That's correct. And so that is telling you, or is telling me, that it's probably the ignition switch itself. But that's a that's definitely a guess on my part, and it's easy enough for them to check that out. But also, it may be when she jerks it into reverse, it shakes the car, and it and it and engages either that clutch safety switch or the switch in the ignition. I you know something that may be going on there or some short, like you talked about earlier. But there is a short somewhere, and we know that. Thanks for calling in, Lynn. We got so much more firewall stories coming at you. We're gonna hold Lynn on just for a second. Make sure we got his question answered when we come back. Thank you. Just along the night, like the fourth of July. Cause baby, you're a firework. Come on, show them why you work. Make them go uh, 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 as you shoot across the sky. Baby, you're a firework. What's your firewall story today we're talking those on the christian car guys show we'd love to hear when did satan think he was pouring water on your grace and it exploded and lit the path for others to follow we want to hear your story when did he do that in your life 866-348-7884-866-34 true sometimes he does that in real simple ways like we were talking with lynn in washington is it Bremerton? Bremerton, yes. Well, I, I got one thing right this morning. We got that. 
and 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 he's trying to douse out your uh, your your Honda, which we don't want that to happen. A '98 Honda, wow, how cool is that? How many miles are on it? It has about a uh, hundred. Uh, let's see, about hundred sixty thousand. Oh yeah, it's 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 got a long long way to go, and it's an Accord manual. So is it a two door or a four door? It's a four door. Wow, what a and neat. She's been the primary driver. She's a lot of short drives with it. And so what, what Lynn was explaining before the break was that when he sometimes, when she, when his wife sometimes turns the key, she's not getting any ignition, it would appear. There's no power going to anything, and the car won't start. But then if she jerks it into reverse, possibly she hears a click, all of a sudden electricity comes on, and everything begins to work. There's, as we talked about, there's the ignition switch, would, would, which I think most mechanics would be liable to check first. Of course, there's some other wiring, and then there's the um, the neutral safety switch, or the in that case, the clutch safety switch, because it's a manual transmission. But the other thing I'm thinking, there's two other things I'm thinking, because we're not seeing any electricity um, until she puts the car into reverse, there's the thing called a ground strap. Oh, you're breaking up. I can't hear you. Oh, there's a thing called a ground strap, and that ground strap takes you know essentially uh grounds the entire car especially the engine from the frame and so sometimes a loose ground strap when she shakes the car by putting it reverse like that it may be that there's a wire or that ground strap or something that's loose that she's actually by moving the car and that would be the next thing you know if if they can't check the switch itself which is what it likely is i i would be looking for a wire that's short possibly a ground strap something like that Okay. But along those lines, I'm asking. When um, you when go ahead. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm saying okay, I'm writing notes here. <laughs> but along those lines, I'm curious do you see p- possibly a, a similar situation where obviously Satan's trying to pour water on your parade and God came through and lit the path for you and now you're lighting it for others? Well, uh, like I was saying, it's, uh, what uh, we're learning here is not as spectacular as what you first mentioned, but uh, the first thing reaction we had to this was fear, that we've got a problem and we may get stranded somewhere. Uh, the other is uh, lack of patience. We want to get moving, and it's not moving. Uh, I think he's teaching us patience and to trust him we we've turned this over to him in prayer and uh, she has not been stranded anywhere uh we have an appointment at a car shop but they're so busy it's going to be uh, a little while before we can get it in to them uh we yeah. did have it in there once and he looked at the keys wearing the keys he didn't think that was that bad uh he uh, without really che- having time to completely check it through he uh, wasn't exactly sure what it was, but they did suspect the ignition. Yeah, I would too. Well, God bless you, Lynn. We will be praying. And also, quite often, if you listen to the rest of the show, somebody will have experienced something very similar, and they will call in, and you they'll have the exact answer. And and maybe that's the way God's grace is, is going to show up for us today. <laughs> Lynn, I appreciate you calling so much. God bless you. Thank you, and God bless you. Thank you. Bye now. Bye-bye. We would love to hear your firewall story when did satan you know we're going to be talking about the firewall in a car and what it does and and kind of how that relates to all this we're going to get to that in just a second 
But we'd love to hear your story, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. I actually have my mom who's calling from Illinois. Um, mom, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Have you got a firewall story for us? I do. I do. Uh, I, I'm hoping this is what you're talking about. But um, as you know, I, I'm a divorcee. And I think anybody who's been divorced know that it's not hard for Satan to start pouring oil or water on your uh, Christian life because you have a lot of unpleasant and unchristian feelings. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very difficult. And um, I decided after the divorce, even, I was still carrying a lot of hate and unhappiness with me that I was going to go to a different town, and I started going to a different church. And uh, the pastor didn't believe that uh, divorcees uh, were, they weren't up class in themselves. Well, I want to say he was pretty much against us. So the divorcees started uh, a group of their own in the church, and it was a prayer group and a study group, and not only did we help a lot of people who were divorced, but the pastor himself was changed, which was part of uh, Christ pouring the oil on, you know, of grace. I was changed, and when I moved again to get a job, I started another uh, class for divorcees, and it, it just spread. You know, once people learned that there were books and things that you could re- maintain your Christianity and act in a Christian manner, and it it helped me with my grace, you know, it, and it helped so many other people who would come up to me later and say, that changed my life. Yeah. Mom, you nailed it. (laughs) You absolutely nailed it. That's a firewall story. And I know that time in your life, it was a a firewall. Yes. And uh, we're going to talk about a car's firewall. Mom, what a great story. We want to hear yours. When did God take that water that Satan was pouring and explode the fire to light the path for many others? 866-348-7884. So much more coming up. What is your firewall story? When were you thinking (laughs) that Satan was pouring water on your fire and all of a sudden it exploded and lit the path for many others? We're talking about John Bunyan's story from Pilgrim's Progress where he was in the house of the interpreter, the fourth room, where there was this wall of fire and one side of the fire Satan was pouring water and back behind the wall Jesus was pouring oil. And as Satan poured that water on Jesus' oil fire, it exploded. Very similar to what happened in John Bunyan's own life. 
as the book itself, Pilgrim's Progress, has lit the path for many, many, many others. But we do need to relate that to the firewall and a car, because this is the Christian Car Guy show. And as always, we have it all illustrated there at ChristianCarGuy.com. If you go there, you're going to see I got a picture of a car's firewall as well as Pilgrim's firewall. And and we're going to talk about what is a firewall in a car and what does it do? Uh, it, It essentially is to separate the passenger compartment from the engine compartment and you may recognize it as the part that your dashboard is hanging from. It's a great big metal thing. If you look right behind the engine, you know, that separates the pasture compartment from the engine compartment. And it's got several different functions that we want to get into and talk about how that interestingly mirrors grace. But we got Carol is in Chesterfield, Virginia. She's got a story. She's called in at 866-348-7884. We would love to hear yours Carol, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm excited to hear your story, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, like I said earlier, I have a lot of firewall stories because God is the one who protects me and takes good care of me. <laughs> and, um, uh, I'm going to try to make this story as short as I can, but it is... It, one of the most awesome things that ever happened to me. Uh, I um, was in a very abusive marriage, and um, I'm talking, this was one of the first stories of God just showing himself on my behalf. And what it is, is that, um, uh, like I said, I was in an abusive marriage, and uh, my husband came home from work like he usually did, to um, get ready to go out drinking. And as he began to leave, he handed me his whole entire paycheck in cash and said, hold on to this. And um, as the night uh, went through and I went to go to bed, uh, the money was gone. I had stuffed it down the front of my shirt and went about my things with the kids, which I had two kids, and the neighborhood kids who all hung out at my house, and uh, the money was gone. And I, uh, my sister had told me for years that um, God was always going to be there, and he always had the answer in his word. Well, I prayed all night long, and when he came home, he came home drunk, and I was praying, God, just make him go to bed, pass out, and so I don't even have to see his face. And that is, that is what happened. But I continued to pray all night and say, what can you do to show me where this money is? My sister has always told me that you have all the answers. And me being just a very young Christian, went to my Bible, opened it up, stuck my finger in it and said, okay, answer me. And as he, he truly guided my hand, he had me open and put my finger on, um, I'm sorry, on, uh, oh, now it slipped my mind. I'm sorry. I'll tell you a scripture in a minute. <laughs> but it's, it's where the um, prophets um, realized that the place where they were at was too small and they had to build a new place. And so they went out to build a place and one of the young prophets lost the axe head to his axe 
Oh, yeah. And went to, and went to the older prophet and said, um, alas, my, the head of my ex um, has fallen into the water. And the prophet went and, and with him and said, um, pick it up, there it is. And the axe head floated. And they were able to retrieve the axe head. Well, to me, that didn't have anything to do with money. I had no idea um, what all that was about. So I called my sister like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, crying and saying, I've tried this God thing, I have opened the Bible, and this is what he shows me, and that has nothing to do with money, and it doesn't have anything to do with anything, and it was because I was so upset, and she said, Carol, just calm down. She said, do you have any logs in your yard? And I said, well, of course we do. You know he cuts wood for the fireplace, you know. And she said, Carol, just go wherever the logs are at, and I'm sure that you're going to find the money. So I went on the inside of the fencing, looked where the logs were, and there was no money. Came back crying, and she said, Carol, is there any other logs in on your property? And I said, well, yeah, way back at the back of the property by the pit. And she said, go back there. Well, I went back there and looked, and I realized, you know what, I took the trash out that day, out, you know, that evening. And I had called the kids in because it was about to rain. And as I turned around and I looked down, there was a huge puddle of water from the storm, a blowing storm in Illinois is where I was at the time, um, had come through. And there was this huge puddle. And the money was rolled up and it was floating in the water. <laughs> and that was the first time I ever testified about God. And his, you know, just God, period. And I had to go get milk. And when I went to get milk that morning and he wanted cigarettes, I went into where he wanted me to get his cigarettes. And I told the man at the counter, because he looked at my money, and he said, your money's all rolled up. And I said, yeah, and it should be wet. And he said, well, it seems like it's kind of damp. And I said, but it should be really wet. And I told him the story. So... There was my Larry, first yeah, I, You know, Carol, there's lots of things that I would say immediately. Number one, Satan was pouring water <laughs> on your money. And then the other thing is just by you getting on the radio and thousands of people are listening to this story right now, you are exploding God's goodness to everybody so they could hear. I'll bet you that your story has been found in Second Kings. It's the story of Elisha and Elisha. Yeah. Second <laughs> Yes. I'm sorry. It totally flipped my mind. Oh, it's okay. It's okay because believe me, um, this story was exactly what I was praying God would enlighten us with this morning of Praise stories God. where he clearly um, took where Satan had poured water and turned it into an exploding fire to light the path for others. Carol, you blessed me today. Thank you so much for calling in. God bless you. What oh, an amazing thank you very story. Much. Oh, and what a great story. I love that. And can I add just a little more to it? Because it really does go deeper than that. And that was that when I was praying, before I got the answer from my sister of where to look, I had been praying, God, is there something that you want from me? And the only thing, the only thing I heard was quit smoking. Really? And and I didn't even know that I could hear from God from 
that way. And I I kept saying, God, this sounds so stupid, but it, it sounds like you're saying quit smoking. And I repeated that over and over and over and over. So before I called my sister, I said, God, if that really is you telling me to quit smoking, when you show me that money, I will quit smoking. And I did. <laughs> Found the money, never smoked another cigarette, woke up, woke up in the middle of the night for months and maybe even a year thinking I had smoked a cigarette because I guess it was still in my body and when I breathed, I could smell it. And I promised God that I wouldn't smoke another cigarette and I never smoked again. And the purpose of all of that was because I was pregnant and didn't know it. Oh and God word. did not want any right. chemicals, none of that smoke, to be in this baby. That is so awesome, Carol. God bless so you. So I have not only my two children, but I have three grandchildren. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Wow, you blessed us. Thank you, Carol. God bless you. Thank you so much right. for calling in. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We would love to hear your story. 866-348-7884. Your firewall story. When did... Satan think he was pouring water on your fire and it ended up exploding in his face. We may have that very thing going on right this second because we got Doug is in Wordwood, Iowa, and he's called in and he may have help for our friend who does has the Honda that won't start. Welcome, Doug. Hello. I have got to go to a break. I hate that. But when we come back, we're hoping Doug has an answer for the unstarting Honda in Washington. So right. we're making a connection here for you, Doug. We'll be right back. Please hang on for us. There in the ground His body lay Light of the world by darkness slain Then bursting forth In glorious day Up from the grave He rose again And as He stands In victory this curse has lost its grip on me For I am His and He is mine But with the precious blood of God. The ultimate firewall experience certainly was when Satan tried to pour grace, I mean pour water on Jesus' life itself. And you can see how that exploded into all of our lives to be able to be saved and, and walk with him. We are talking today about John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress and that firewall of the interpreter's room, how Satan's trying to pour water on this fire, but Jesus is pouring oil. And so the resulting water just explodes the fire all over the place. And what does that look like in your life? We want to hear those stories. 866-348-7884. Almost at the beginning of the show, we had a gentleman with a Honda that was struggling to get it started, and Doug is calling in from Iowa. We're hoping to help out with the, with the non-starting Honda. Doug, are you with us? Yes. What have you got for us? Well, I didn't hear what type of car it was, but I have a 93 Ford Festiva, and it wouldn't start. And it turned out to be, a in case of a rear-end collision, it would shut the fuel off to the car. And it wouldn't turn over or nothing. Wow. So it was the collision switch on the rear bumper. And Re- it just rusted and and quit working so there wasn't any continuity. 
any current flow, and you just eliminated that switch and solved that problem. It's a now, long shot uh, that that would solve the Honda problem, but uh, I just wonder if they had checked that part out. You know, what a great idea, Doug. And I, I've i not run across that myself, but I can certainly see why that would happen and how that would happen. Yes, they and, shut and the... Uh, the fuel, the pump, they shut the the power off so that the fuel doesn't the fuel off. So sprinkle of a, gas all over the fire. So, yeah. yeah, that's a great solution. Well, that may be what's going on, Doug. I appreciate you calling. How about do you have a, a Satan tried to pour water on your fire story? <laughs> well, I can't think of one right now. That's okay. Uh, although uh, he's working at that daily, I can't <laughs> think of an instant. But you have to combat that with the with the word. Exactly. And prayer right. and uh, worship, and you have to come against Satan uh, moment by moment every day. That is the truth, and we're so thankful for John Bunyan's illustrations from the interpreter there, and God bless you, Doug. I appreciate you calling in today. Well, thank you. I love the station. Oh, we're so glad you listened there. In uh, Iowa. That's uh, KTIA you listen to there, right? It is. Out of Boone. All right. God bless you. Thank you for calling. All right, thank Bye-bye. you. Well, we did want to eventually get to what is a firewall in a car. So, and what are the comparisons? So, as we mentioned, the firewall, if you look at your car under the hood, it's that big metal thing that looks like a wall that's between the 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 passenger compartment and the and the engine. And its basic function obviously would be to keep a fire from going into or actually to insulate and, and keep heat from coming into the to the engine of, and into the passenger compartment. But it also, in recent years, when the Mercedes developed the idea behind crumple zones in the 50s, they realized that, wow, I could use parts of the front of the car to absorb the energy of a collision and thus protect the passenger compartment. So the firewall is sort of an integral part of the barrier between the front crumple zones and and the the pasture compartment as a matter of fact they're they're designed very specifically so that in a really horrible front end collision the engine rather than pushing through the firewall and into your feet etc there's a way that they have it channeled so that the engine will come up under the car the wheels will come come up under the car because if you ever watch uh, some of those youtube videos on front end collisions you'll see what happens is the wheels and all kind of roll up underneath the car well, the firewall plays an integral part of protecting you like that. And then, of course, there's the insulation. And then the, they use today something called quiet steel. And, you, and, and they, many new cars have a firewall that's made of quiet steel, and that's a laminate steel, steel that contains layers of plastic in there that makes it quieter, less vibration, noise, and harshness. Now, that's what a, that's what a firewall does for your car. Now let's compare that to Jesus' grace. Okay, <laughs> that's what I like to do. <laughs> you see, Jesus's grace, his favorite, burns in my heart because I'm God's favorite. I'm his favorite. That's what grace is. It's favor. It's like the firewall in a car. It separates me, right? His grace, if you think about it, like the separation that's in the firewall, your car separates me because I'm Jesus's favorite. And did you notice that in the protection part of what we described, they, they call the firewall a cocoon? 
if you look at a description of a, of a firewall in a website somewhere, they'll call it a cocoon to help protect the pasture compartment. Well, Jesus's grace is kind of like that cocoon because while I'm becoming the butterfly that Jesus designed me to be, right, Jesus's grace has got me surrounded. And I really love this. You know the impact dispersion that we talked about? Well, if you thought about how Jesus's grace is there to act like that, do you remember the story from um, uh, the movie um, Switchblade, uh, the knife, the cross and the switchblade, where the guy was going to cut up the priest, and the priest said, "Well, you can cut me up with that knife, but every piece of me that you cut off is going to love you." And that grace, you see, that unconditional love. Think about the impact dispersion. You know, we talk about crumple zones how a hood will crumple to absorb energy, how bumpers will crumple to absorb energy. Think how grace, that kind of grace, that every inch that you cut off of me is going to love you. Think about how that takes the impact of Satan trying to come up against your life and disperses it in a way that loves other people. And I don't know if you've had that experience, but I've been attacked a couple times. They didn't mean to, you know, our battle isn't against flesh and blood. It's against spiritual forces in high places. And this person come against you because they think you're the enemy. They, Satan has been saying something in his ear, in your ear, and they'll, oh, so you're a Christian, and they just take off. Have you ever noticed that if you start praying right that moment, God will give you a word, and you'll say, you know, I used to feel exactly like that, but Jesus taught me that I could actually hear from him. And, and through hearing that kind of grace— and through that type of thing, <laughs> the impact dispersion is amazing. As these people try to come against you, they literally, they hit your crumple zone and they can't get into that cocoon. You get the picture of a firewall I'm trying to paint for you here. <laughs> and then, of course, there's the whole insulation thing, right? Because Jesus' grace, like a firewall insulates, it insulates us from the noise and the heat of the world. You know, I don't think that I could put this much better than their writer. The hymn writer put it when he said, and the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and what? Grace, I'm telling you, it's what it is. You see, it's insulation. It's how, how cool is that? The similarities, are, John Bunyan knew his stuff, didn't he? And then my favorite, actually, as I was looking at this description of what a firewall did, this word quiet steel, Wow. To me, is that not a picture of Jesus' grace? His favor is stronger than steel, yet so amazingly quiet. How do you get that kind of quiet except the peace that transcends all understanding, right? When you're Jesus' favorite, you get that kind of peace that only comes from that kind of thing. And you got this firewall, let me tell you. And Jesus is back there pouring the oil and let Satan bring on the water because it's just going to explode the fire. And just like the song says, you're an overcomer. Well, thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy show. You can go to ChristianCarGuy.com and find out all about the Jesus Labor Love free car repair labor for single moms, widows, families in crisis in your area. That's the labor only. You can go to Jesus, I mean, ChristianCarGuy.com. Now remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years.